the new channel. The new channel. Hashtag TNC now. The views, opinions, and insights expressed in the following shows are those of the host, producers, guests, and viewers. They do not necessarily reflect the position of the channel. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the new channel. Our passion transforms a community that sees all things new. I'm Coach Celia Jacobs, streaming to you live from Mandaluyong City. Good evening. You're watching the fourth episode of Decide This One. Hello, hello, good evening everyone. Happy, happy Sunday. It is our fourth episode for Decide As One. It's a halalan special for our TNC network and we are very happy that you're still joining us and sana no, with these conversations na we're making at uh, itong mga points na binibigay namin sa inyo will help you finally decide kung sino talaga ang karapat-dapat na iboto natin um, this coming election sa Mayo 9. So anyway, um, let me introduce my guest first. Uh, my first guest is a digital marketing consultant of 16 years, human rights activist, a loving husband to a beautiful and wonderful wife, and a father to a very handsome toddler, a musician whose most notable gigs include singing for the dead. He collects with the aphorism and enjoys the very rare silence afforded to him by his son. Naks naman da, ano, ano, the intro. Let me introduce one of my guests, Mr. Floyd Buenavente. Hi, Floyd. Hello po. Magandang gabi at maraming salamat po sa pag-imbita sa akin sa inyong show. Coach. Okay. Ah, grabe, ah, I, I, bago ka introduce lahat, no, ah, all of my guests, I want to let you know that Floyd is one of the few people who really parang made me, ano ba tawag sa, uh, ano, sa lingwahe ngayon, woke? <laughs> siya talaga yung, siya talaga yung um, some mga five years, more than five years ago when after 2016 or before 2016 um, happened, the election, si Floyd talaga yung very, ano, very clear yung gusto niya sabihin sa people around in the community. And I've been following him and basta feeling ko, 
um, sa mga panahon na to, this is the time na parang I want to hear Floyd's opinion ulit. Because I've been following this guy and I, I really, at talagang sobrang respeto ko sa mga, sa mga binibigay nitong ano eh, uh, uh, parang mga features or comments or whatever sa 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 page niya sa 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 mga nakikita namin kasi talagang binibigyan ka ng idea what's really happening talagang ano uh, if we're really fighting dun sa mga fake news misinformation and all hahanapin mo yung mga sources na talagang may pinaghuhugutan at alam kung saan hahanapin ng tama so i'm super super grateful that you um, gave me this. Uh, you accepted this invitation, Floyd. Okay? The anyway, honor is mine po, Coach. Uh, wow, thank you. Uh, now, our next guest is uh, both a Philippine and Australian lawyer. He previously worked in the Philippine office of the Solicitor General, General where he assisted in various ill-gotten wealth cases. He's one of the poll watchers of the Liberal Party and in Melbourne, Australia, for the 2022 Philippine general election. Let me welcome Mr. Uh, attorney Moses Florendo. Hi, attorney. Hi, um, Moses. Good evening. Good evening po, ma'am. Good evening sa inyong lahat. Salamat po sa invitation niya na na-express namin yung aming opinion about the election um, and at the same time kung paano natin matatahak tong um, moment sa ating bansa. Salamat po. Thank you, Attorney Moses. Uh, Moses, sabi ni Attorney kanina, Moses, pero syempre na early attorney yung pagiging attorney, no? Parang hirap hindi sabihin yung attorney. Anyway, si attorney naman, um, he was recommended to me and natuha ako when I, I read what he's been doing and, and yun nga, gusto ko rin i-thank you kasi uh, alam ka, darating lang niya ulit, he's from the Philippines, dapat kasama pa yan sa, sa one of the biggest rally, pero andyan ka, Mainit-init pa yan, uh, kalalapag lang niya ulit sa Australia. You're streaming from Australia, right, Attorney? Yes, yes ma'am. Uh, Melbourne po ako. Pero um, hindi po masama ang loob ko na hindi ako nakasama sa rally kasi naka-attend naman ako dito ng meeting the advances sa Melbourne. Kanina lang. Wow. So, okay lang. Right. Sige, you have to make kwento. Ah. Kwento mo sa amin yan, what's happening there at saka ano ang mga efforts of people around the globe uh, para sa ating upcoming election. Okay, our next guest is coming from another side of the globe. Grabe, sobrang nakakatuwa naman itong guest na, mga guests natin. Talaga mga Filipinos from different places, different parts of the globe. Talaga pang world class tayo, no? So our next guest is a 26-year-old um, critical care nurse working in Royal Hampshire County Hospital in the United Kingdom. She earned her uh, degree from the University of Santa Tomas in 2015. Her advocacy, better healthcare for people of the Philippines. Join me in welcoming Maria Isa Sales, uh, streaming live from UK. Hi, Isa. Uh, hi, thank you yeah. for inviting me. Hello. Hello, Isa. Grabe, kamusta ka naman dyan? Mukhang napaka-sunny ng weather <laughs> sa UK. Yes, tanghali pa lang po dito, considering the time difference. So, I'm okay. seven, seven hours behind. Ayan. Uh, let me first uh, ano, parang give my appreciation. Uh, thank you for being uh, one of our heroes talaga, frontliners na Pilipino, helping talaga uh, the world to mas medyo maging maayos, ma-handle natin this current uh, crisis that we're still going through right now. Alam namin na, kasi I'm friends uh, with several uh, frontliners uh, around the globe at alam namin yung hirap. And siguro dito sa conversations na gagawin natin, 
we need also your points, uh, your opinions on how this election would help the industry that you're in, yung grupo yeah. na tumutulong talaga para mas lalong ano, paging ano, malusog ang ating mga Pilipino at ang mga tao sa paligid natin. Okay, so without further ado, let's start the ball rolling. Thank you, thank you for our guest. And ang topic natin for the fourth episode is bakit nga ba siya ang karapat dapat? Why he or she is your best bet? Actually, we invited several guests also, but some of them beg off. Some are medyo hindi pa ganun ka-comfortable na maging exposed yung, yung views nila. Some naman have uh, parang other uh, opinions on ano, na hindi nila siguro parang ganun pa ready to express. So sabi ko, sige, i-comment lang nila or whatever. But then again, super thankful ako sa mga dumating ngayon because nakikita, di ba, minsan, yun yung hinahanap natin. We need to show up. We, we, we wanted to stress something. We wanted to show people what we we are parang yung conviction natin what we what we believe in and uh, if this is what's really something na gusto nating ipakita o i-share uh, malaking bagay na nandito kayo uh, showing up uh, telling us why and what are your reasons diba so anyway with that uh with that uh question na uh, sa ating episode let me ask Floyd, talong natin si Floyd, bakit nga ba karapat dapat ang iyong pambato? Mukhang kitang-kita ko na ako sino yung pambato. Eh. <laughs> Dead giveaway yung, ano, ah, yung uh, green screen mo. <laughs> okay. Well, una-una, yung karapat dapat, napaka-subjective na term. Eh. Um, ang ma- ang pinakamagandang, kasi what you can't measure doesn't exist. So, ano yung basehan natin in able, for one to be able to choose kung ano yung karapat-dapat? So, ano ba talaga yung leader? Ano ba talaga ang pagiging presidente? Ano ba yung trabaho nun? Unfortunately, kung titingnan natin sa mga skwela, hindi na halos sinuturo kung ano talaga yung qualities ng leader. Ba- Nagtaka ako back in 2016, bigla na lang binoto si Duterte na... Uh, has a lot of cases in human rights violations. Tapos, talagang bastos talaga yung bibig niya. And yung mga bata, nagmumura siya, although, parang, yung ba yung quality ng leader? Ano ba talaga yung quality ng isang presidente? It came to, it came to a point na nahihiya ka na maging Pilipino dahil parang, is this the best that we, can, we, we could be? Na yung leaders natin, Actually, your leaders reflect your values eh, as a nation. So for whatever reason na that happened, I think nagkaroon tayo ng, it's, a, it's a moral question rather than just um, uh, a, a case of ano ba yung nagawa niya. Kasi it matters yung integrity ng tao and also yung puso ng individual sa pagtulong sa taong bayan. Ngayon, kung titignan mo namang kasi si Lenny, what's the worst that could happen if she wins? Yun ang tanong ko eh. What's the worst that could happen if Kiko doesn't win or Lenny doesn't win? Yun ang tanong. Mas lalala ba sitwasyon ng Pilipinas o hindi? Mas gaganda ba siya o hindi? Kasi sabi nga nila, if you're going to vote, you vote for your country. May problema kasi ron, iba-iba naman ang gusto ng tao eh. 
may mga tao kasi like ito full disclosure ah. I was a former pro Marcos loyalist. As in solid. Wow, talaga. Loyalist ako. And also ang tingin ko kay Duterte noon was like wow, ang galing-galing niya. And then my friends talked me out of it. About naman doon kay Marcos like I really researched my myself to to death almost. Ah. Talagang grabbing cognitive dissonance. Um, and integrity matters and values matters. Uh, like the, the quality of a leader matters. So si Lenny, kung titignan mo, ang problema lang sa kanya, sa sobrang, sa sobrang linis ng, ng pagkatao niya, sinisiraan na lang siya, nine-name call na lang siya, Lenny Lugaw, Len-Len Lugaw, Len-Len Lutang. Alam mo, yung para tayong bumalik ng elementary, na dahil sobrang ayaw mo yung tao nag-perform, nine-name call mo na lang. So napaka-petty. At to the point na isipin mo pati yung mga anak niya, dinamay na. Yeah. Parang, how, how low can you go trying to besmirch a person's credibility or a person na who's done nothing but good for the country? And may kita mo, she's been trusted by the international community. Pag may pupunta rito mga ambassador, siya yung pinupunta, hindi presidente. So, can you think, if you think about it, ako, per, ako sa totoo lang, at first sabi ko, ayoko siya maging presidente. Bakit? Kasi bugbog na bugbog na siya. Since 26, 2016, 2015 pa nga lang sinisiraan na siya. Gusto ko sa kanya makapagpahinga. She's done a lot her entire life. I, I feel pa nga na hindi pa nga niya na mourn yung passing ni Jesse eh. I mean, imantakin mo yon na matayan ka ng asawa. Pagkatapos bigyang ipupush ko sa spotlight, mag-VP ka all of a sudden. Kahit naman may, tut- may, may tutulong ka, mabigat pa rin yun. Ma- ma- parang sa akin, parang pagpahingin yung tao, she doesn't deserve what's happening to her and what's being done to her as a person. Pero sabi nga nila, doon mo makikita yung, yung quality ng person na despite that, sabi niya mas radikal ang magmahal. <laughs> Imagine mo yun, mamahalin niya yung mga gumagawa na masasama sa kanya and gumagawa pa siya na mabuti despite that. Sino man namang hindi ano, matatamaan ng puso no, na yun ang leader na gusto ko. Gusto ko na leader na talagang may kasama ka na nandyan sa pandemya konting trahedya, tutulong siya. Uh, ito, ito last, bago, bago mag, um, noon kasi, panahon ni Pinoy, like, kampante ako pag nagkakaroon ng mga, mga disasters, like, trahedya, or any natural problems, may gagalaw eh. Ngayon, sumabog na yung taal, nagkalindol na, nagkabagyo, ano, Ano, anong nantawa na pala ng mga tao? Tayo-tayo pa rin na nagtutulungan. Nag-community pantry pa. Yung community pantry, tinag ni Red Tag pa. Tinawag pa ng mga... Sina na, tayo na nga nagtutulungan sa sarili natin. Tayo-tayo na lang ang tumutulong sa isa't isa. Gagawang ka pa ng matrix. <laughs> so, 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 alam mo yun? So, so nung, tum- nung nag-decide si Lenny na tumakbo, naawa ako sa kanya kasi alam ko si siraan talaga siya. Ganun na mangyayari. Up to the point na talagang, uh, talagang maaawaalan talaga sa tao. Pero, alam mo yun, she even decides na, okay, ang laban na to dahil tumakbo si Bongbong talaga. I think, mas makapagseta si Attorney Moses doon. Okay. Bongbong is a bigger evil, I would say that. <laughs> a bigger, uh, 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 I mean, the worst that could happen to the countries. Ah, if the 31, that's worse, but if Bong Bong Marcos wins again. That's gonna be the worst ever. So, yeah, that's my answer. Thank you. 
Okay, thank you, Floyd, no? Grabe. Ang tanong ni Floyd, if Lenny wins, ano bang pinakamasamang mangyayari sa bansa natin? If Kiko wins, ano ba talaga pinakamasamang mangyayari sa atin? You have to, it's a very simple question. Um, ano ba tayo? Babagsak ba tayo? Uh, wala bang papansin sa ating mga bansa, uh, leaders or something? Mas lalo ba tayo maghihirap? Mas lalo... So, those are uh, those are very simple questions. But, Ah, uh, kung iisipin niyo, ano, um, but then again, he also pointed out na for him, ang gusto niyang leader is yung kasama mo, yung nandiyan pag kailangan. And um, like what he said, he's a former uh Marcos loyalist ba or something. Um, and then he started, you know, researching. He started checking out. He was talked out by some friend. Ako ano eh, ako believe naman talaga ako sa mangyayari if there's really something na talaga na develop. But then again, pag kasi merong parang hindi nagko-connect, you have to research eh. You have to find out, totoo ba na sila nagpagawa nito? Totoo ba na ito eh ganito? It, totoo ba na, kasi may nagsasabi, huwag niyong gamitin kung ayaw, kung ayaw niyo i-acknowledge something of that effect, di ba? So syempre, pag medyo may mga laban, may mga ganun na nagbabato sa atin ng mga tanong, we tend to research more. And with this research, I want to ask, itatawid ko na to kay Attorney Moses. Kasi si attorney is somebody that I feel mas magkakwento sa atin bakit karapat dapat ang iboboto mo and ano ba ang mga naging experience mo why you ended up with that type of parang choices or or choice or judgment or something. So go ahead and please say hi muna attorney Moses to the people here in the Philippines watching you. <laughs> Hello, uh, salamat uh, Ma'am Celia. Um, magandang gabi po sa inyong lahat. Uh, siguro uh, ako ang yung pag-iisip ko kasi madali lang yung ating uh, naging uh, pagdedesisyon kung sino iisusuportahan at boboto natin ano. Um, I felt that the vice president um, is in the best position among all the candidates. Is in the best position to lead the country. Um, tingnan natin yung uh, kasaysayan natin based on the biggest scams natang na kinaharap ng bansa natin. Um, siguro yung pinaka-recent, di ba, yung uh, 10 billion family scam, di ba? So, merong pondo, merong scam amounting to 10 billion, pero nakita naman natin, walang magandang uh, tugon ang pamahalaan natin sa mga nagkasakit. Um, I wasn't there during the pandemic, but um, I was aware of what happened to friends um, and uh, dear ones na uh, nagahanap ng ospital, walang mahanap. Lahat tayo naapektuhan ng pandemic all over the world, pero yung performance ng uh, Pilipinas was this month, right? To think na meron tayong pondo, may inutang. As of the moment, I think 12 trillion uh, pesos yung utang ng Pilipinas. And mostly yan dahil sa pandemic. So you had that 10 billion um, na involves a formally scam. And yet, ganun lang yung ating uh, response sa mga Pilipino na naapektuhan ng pandemic. At pag nagreklamo ka pa, eto na ang mga trolls, sasabihin na worst citizen ka pa. Diba? So you had that... Um, uh, money, well, nangyari. Well, if I may continue with this um, uh, uh, thought process, before, alam nyo, Sea Games, meron tayong 50 million pesos na ginastos para dun sa Caldero, dun sa, sa Clark, ba? Pero during the pandemic, ano eh, uh, walang laman yung mga Caldero ng tao. ba? Ang sinabi na sa atin, no, this is only once in a lifetime na mag-ano tayo sa Sea Games. Ito rin, once in a lifetime pandemic, wala tayong mapakain. So yung priorities natin nasaan dyan, alright? Um, going a bit further, uh, binuwisan na tayo, meron, at, meron tayong buwis sa mga magsasaka natin, yung coconut levy. Yeah, merong buwis, pero wala namang napunta sa kanilang pakinabang. Diba? 
meron tayong mga um, like I remember uh, yung Macapagal Boulevard scam 300,000 uh, pesos per meter linear meter uh, for that road pero karamihan ng kalsada sa Pilipinas hindi maayos right meron tayong mga involved na what we call this one um uh latest decision ng Supreme Court na nabasa ko, gaya ni Floyd, nag-research pa rin tayo ng tumulay-tulay, yung 600 million back in the 70s na bataan nuclear power plant. This was involving a scam and a accusation of bribery. We paid $100,000 interest per day. Meron tayong binayad. Wala tayong napakinabangan. Right? So, laging uh, merong scam, pero walang pakinabangan tao. And lastly, siguro na na-lead na, nyo ako dun sa ginawa ko nung araw sa pamahalan nung nagsisilbi tayo dyan, meron 3.4 billion na na-recover sa mga Marcoses. It doesn't mean na yung 3.4 billion um, dollars na na-recover, yan lang yung uh, nanakaw na yaman. Hindi, yan lang yung na-recover natin. Yan lang yung alam natin at the moment. Maraming pang nakabinbin na kaso. Uh, merong nakaw na yaman. Anong involved dyan? Among others, yung Swiss back accounts sa 356 million. May 7.1 million na nakaw na yaman na napatunayan sa korte involving jewelry. And the, 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 the pieces of jewelry were purchased at a time na merong famine sa Negros at naghihirap yung bayan. Right? Meron pa dyan na nakuha tayo na 20 million dollars na paintings at also at the same time na naghihirap yung bayan. So makikita natin, merong perang pamahalaan, may corruption, pero ang ending walang nakuhang taong bayan. Now my point here is that we don't have a material problem in the Philippines. May likas tayong yaman, may, mga, may tax base tayong nagbabayad. What we have is a moral problem. It's not material, it's moral. Moral problem of those who are in position of power. Right? na kinakamkam nila, inaang, inaari nila ang yaman ng bayan. Now, given this, kung ang, ang problema ng bayan natin ay pagnanakaw, bakit tayo boboto na magnanakaw? And who among the candidates is in the, in the best position to uh, raise the standards of a government, of public service, na maiiwasan na itong mga nakaw na to. You can't say exactly na 100% pag yung uh, Uh, ating kandidato ang naupo ay eh, mawawala yan. But at least at the helm, you are assured na walang ganyang mangyayari. ba? Diba? Walang kaldero siguro na 50 million. Sabi nila once in a lifetime, meron tayong panggasos ng 50 million sa kaldero, walang laman ng kaldero ng mga Pilipino ng pandemic. Diba? Merong nanakaw na 7.1 million jewelry na alam natin, merong ninakaw na 7.1 million jewelry, decided cases sa Supreme Court yan, pero walang makain yung mga namatay sa negros ng araw. So that is a moral crisis, not a material problem. So among the candidates, ang nakita natin, um, mataas ang certification from um, COA, nakita mo na walang bahid ng uh, corruption, it's Vice President Lenny Robredo. So it was a simple um, process for me. Um, again, ulitin ko yung pinaka-importanting tanong ngayong eleksyon, kung ang problema ng ating sam- ng bayan, sim- simulat sa poll, ay pagnanakaw, bakit tayo bumoto ng magnanakaw? Diba? So yan ang naging conclusion ko Kaya dapat si VP Lenny At saka huwag natin kalimutan Vice President Kiko That apart sa pagnanakaw uh, Ang problema din ng bayan ay abuse of power Right? Na si Senator Kiko ay walang bahid ng pangaabuso sa kapangyarihan Right? Or his immediate family or yung legacy ng pamilya Walang, kumbaga, walang uh, bahid sila dyan Puro paglilingkod sa bahay, bayan So yung pagnanakaw at abuse of power Yan ang problema So ang sagot natin dyan, Lenny Kiko. Wow, grabe. Sobrang heavy nun, Attorney Moses. Uh, let me just ano, um, ask, kasi ano, sobrang nakatuwa talaga ako that uh, you accepted our invitation. Masyadong detalyado at masyadong... Pero give uh, a brief ano, um, background about yourself. 
paano mo nalaman tong mga to? Bakit ganyan kadami? Uh, how are you involved in all these things na parang other than the research? Well, uh, um, fortunately, um, noong 1980s, growing up, yung mga magulang ko, uh, kinakausap kami niyan na parang adults na this is what's happening to the country, ito yung mga involved and so on. And uh, uh, apart from books na binabasa ko as, uh, as young, young, young man, ang binabasa ko na ng dyaryo. Right? So, alam mo yung mga issues and so on. And, and my father was really discussing it with us. Right? Kaya nagka-interest ako dyan. Ngayon, sinuwerte naman po tayo, awan ng Diyos, nung naging abogado tayo, gobyerno kaagad ang pinagsilbihan natin. And I ended up with the Office of the Solicitor General. Ang OSG, siya ang abogado ng PCGG. Ang PCGG taga-recover ng nakonayaman ng uh, Pamilya Marcos. Right? So, um, fortunately, I was assigned with some of these cases, yung... Um, uh, uh, what they call Arelma case na uh, napinuntahan namin sa Washington DC uh, may case yan na uh, involving sa Marcoses at the same time yung Marcos jewelry and then yung paintings so it's because of my work and of course yung background siguro passion nung bata na to do something when I become a lawyer uh, aawa ng Diyos natupad kaya medyo yan po yung forte at background natin Right, I was wow. telling um Floyd, oh yeah, no mga previous conversations namin na we could only do so much and we just add uh, a stone to the edifice, right? Each generation contributes, so yun ang ginagawa natin, diba? I'm sure after us, a lot of young people would be like Isa will be contributing more to what we have done, right? Wow, yes, true, very true. And with that, thank you, thank you, Attorney Moses. As in, talagang um the 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 details that you've ano syempre all of us sa magdi research tayo and having someone na tell us all these things naging part siya of recovering or helping no um parang uh parang clear some of the issues napakaimportante nito and why he's voting or why he's like pushing a particular candidate kasi totoo like medyo nag-connect sila ni Floyd no moral problem ang meron tayong problem if we have a problem like this, hindi naman yung material eh. Hindi naman tayo walang ka, ka, no, resources sa Pilipinas. Ang dami nga eh. Nagpupuntahan nga yung mga tao. There's a moral problem. And both of them, medyo nag-align, no? And let's see. Tamang-tama yung sinabi ni ni Attorney Moses na let's check naman the the ano the new generation. Itong generation na papasok, who's going to help us? Another brick. Another ano na magdadagdag, another stone na magdadagdag sa kung ano man tong binubuo natin. What we're trying to shape in this country na sana hinohope for natin maging better. Let's have um, the opinion of one of our frontliners, overseas Filipino worker from UK, si Isa, na I think second time niya na nag-vote and kabo-vote pa lang niya. Um, I'm not sure when can I vote within, if within this week or something, but yeah. please let us know. Um, why are you voting or why are you trying? Uh, why are why are you parang uh, choosing your candidate and bakit siya ang karapat dapat? Go ahead, Isa, and say hi um, muna sa mga tao sa Pilipinas. Your mom is watching. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> hi, Mahade. Hello, po, um, to everyone who's watching um, in the Philippines. Uh, like um, Sir Floyd and Attorney Moses, I also support VP uh, Lenny Robredo. And I recently voted, so overseas voting is um, ahead sa um, Philippine election. So I received my ballot by post um, sometime this week, earlier this week. And I've already sent it via return post to the embassy. 
So I voted for, uh, like I said, VP Lenny Robredo and Senator Kiko Pangilinan for Vice President. Um, the reason why I support these candidates, um, for me, because one thing that you should uh, look for in a leader, particularly someone who is going to lead the country, um, is supposedly someone who is not running for self-interest. Um, you need to... Uh, vote for someone who is actually running for this post because they want to help the people uh they want to do something good for the philippines um sabi nga ni sir floyd kanina you're voting for the philippines so you should be voting for someone na para sa pilipinas hindi yung um they're running for office because uh they want to do some sort of service for themselves kasi Kaya nga, diba, this is public service. You're trying to be of service to the Filipino people, not to yourself. So supposedly, for me, you should really vote for someone who has genuine concern for the country and its people. Because like, if you put someone who's running out of self-interest, uh, anong mangyayari sa'yo? Anong mangyayari sa kapwa Pilipino mo? And what's gonna happen to the country if this person is trying to get a position in the country just to be able to do some something for themselves. Um, so yeah, and out of all the candidates that uh, that uh, declared um, pres- uh, running for presidency, uh, isang tao lang kasi yung nakitaan ko na as in like genuine concern for the people, genuine concern for the Filipino people, uh, someone na makita mo talaga na um, the reason they're doing this is because they want to genuinely help the people, genuinely apply change for the country. Um, yung gusto talaga niyang uh, matulungan tayo na ibangon muli yung Pilipinas, which is honestly, right now, recently, the past how many years, especially with the pandemic, the morale in the Philippines is like at its all-time low. And this person, um, over the last, uh, how many months of the campaign period you can see how much she's inspired uh, yung pagbangon muli like the, the spirit of uh, yung uh, getting together in order um, for a cause uh, it's very much alive and sobrang heartwarming um, like watching all the rallies even just online from here even if I'm like on the other side of the world, nakikita mo that like VP Lenny has really like ignited some sort of um like flame within the people because everyone wants genuine change like real good change and um I I feel like we should support someone who will be able to provide that and inspire that within the people um like sa mga candidates I, I don't see other candidates who like na, na inspire yung supporters nila to do good and to do better. Kevipileni ko lang nakita yung um she inspires the people to do good like she does. Wow. Grabe no. Um iba-iba ang way natin to explain why we are choosing who we are choosing. But bottom line it is all aligned, no? Uh, nakikita natin that we're very parang hungry for change. Sobra yung yung need natin for for a better or an inspiring leader na pwedeng um i-lift yung ating bansa because like what Floyd nga rin said kanina parang paano ka naman magiging proud to become a Filipino 
kung parang what is happening to our country is what is happening now, di ba? I don't think that the number of people going to the streets right now is uh, doing that just because gusto lang nilang manood ng concert. I know everyone knows also because I my co-host has a different... Uh, wala kasi si yung co-host ko dito, si, si Sir Nato, but I am for kulay uh, rosas na bukas. And I'm very proud of that. And it, it is all because I'm a mom. I'm a mom who wants something. Who wants yung, alam mo, certainty kahit papano. Kahit hindi naman sobrang-sobrang sigurado. Pero kahit papano, meron kang kasigurodahan na hindi na tayo pababa. Kasi if, if this is going to continue, sobrang naawa ako sa Gen Z ko pa eh. I still have a Gen Z with me. Na parang uh, still, parang alam mo yun, marami pang gusto gustong gawin, and baka hindi na ma-experience whatever I have enjoyed during my years na nag-aaral ako, nakakuha ka agad ng trabaho or something. It was not easy. But definitely, with what's happening right now, mas mahirap. And if we have somebody to, you know, um, inspire us, malaking bagay siguro if um, this, this, uh, this, ano, ito, itong mga nangyayari, will open our eyes with what's happening right now. Um, Sige, I will just, uh, ano, um, ang tawag dito, uh, call for a break for, because I want to thank our sponsors who's been supporting us over the weeks na in-air natin tong show na to. So after the break, we will discuss as a group um, ano yung mga pwede natin gawin to help uh, the undecided and also what are the things that you're expecting if in case na ang Manalo is our, yung candidate na pinili ninyo. Okay, let's have a break and we will be right back. Welcome to Strata Results, where we take a partnership approach to ensuring that your business processes, chosen technology, people and information are aligned to support your business. Strata Results. Partnering for your success. Social media can be overwhelming for entrepreneurs and business owners, and Alan actually struggles with daily content that converts sales. But don't fret, RiseUp Creatives Worldwide is here to help you with daily customizable captions, exclusive photos, and an easy-to-use design studio, all in one digital platform. Plus, monthly masterclasses to help you grow your business with just 5 minutes of investment each day. Join us today. It's time to rise up and be creative.
And we're back. Nako, thank you, thank you sa aming mga sponsors. So, ano, talagang super generous in supporting all the shows of TNC. And because of that, let me add some more um, acknowledgement for our TNC platform. TNC is a live stream platform of online shows for people on the go. Please watch all our shows as seen on the screen. Imagine having your own playlist, your own show, your own content. We make it easier for you. TNC aims to transform the lives of our viewers through engaging, authentic, and original content. Our vision is to become a global 24-7 live stream channel that showcases Filipino talent, global influencers, cultural intelligence, and ingenuity. So don't forget to watch and share the Sidus One. You can watch live or replay via Facebook or YouTube. Follow us on IG and listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search hashtag TNC now. For sponsorships, please email now at thenewchannel.com or send us a DM. Enjoy this life-changing shows because we made them all for you. Ayan, grabe. Super, super, super nakakatuwa na in all, parang in different parts of the globe, ay may gustong magbigay sa atin ng opinion why they're doing what they're doing and why they're choosing uh, the best candidate na napipili ng heart nila. When we started, we were talking about ano ba yung pinipili, ano yung ba yung dapat gamitin? Utak o puso? Then, again, tapos uh, isa sa mga naging topic natin is, sino ba talaga yung gusto mo? Then, so, sobrang dami na it all boiled down to, bakit ba siya? Bakit ba siya ang pipiliin? And uh, our guest for today, um, meron silang kanya-kanyang rason eh. Magkakaiba yung pinagagalingan, magkakaiba yung hugot. Pero there's a certain common factor dun sa sinasabi nila. And let's hear more from them. Can we call back our guest? Attorney Moses, Floyd, Isa. Thank you, thank you for joining us at sobrang nakakatuwa because uh, for those who are undecided, please sana kahit papano medyo ano tayo no. Uh, makinig din. Um, open natin yung yung mind natin uh, with uh, what's happening uh, right now at saka yung mga gusto ring sabihin ng mga tao sa paligid natin. Ayun. So anyway, um Tuloy natin yung conversation. Uh, with with what we have discussed, ang pinag-uusapan natin dito, lumalabas, moral problem. Ang ganda ng pinoint out ni Attorney Moses eh. Eh kung corrupting na, mo problema na yung bansa mo dahil napagnakawan ka, why are you going to choose somebody na who's parang sinasabi nga na magnanakaw or nagnakaw or something? Paano nyo ba iaano yan? Paano nyo ba... Kasi I've invited several people naman to defend sana um, an- another candidate. And syempre, gusto ko open yung floor. But then again, since wala, ayaw nila na, na mag-take part ng, ng, ng discussion na to, in a, in, a, in a way na para din tayo, alam mo yan, di ba? Radical nga ang magmahal eh, sabi nila. So, why are we saying this? And um, for the people who are still undecided, um, ang ganda kasi ng punto na if if this is a moral problem, why are we getting somebody na ang solution is another moral moral issue parang ganoon na ano so anyway um let's can I, can i get an opinion from Floyd si Floyd talaga uh, uh, gusto ko lang sabihin na 
um with the with the years na I've known him hindi lang kami lagi nagkikita we have the same circle mga freelancers isa uh, kasi ako ano eh nag nagjump ako sa alternative lifestyle eh I was in the traditional ano business advertising tapos na meet kyan sila Ginger sila Floyd uh people who who helped me na na maintindihan another type of lifestyle na siguro parang nabibigyan kami ng chance to have uh, an opportunity na hindi yung pan-traditional lang. So malaking, malaking bagay yung mga nakakilala ah, ka ng mga, mga the likes of Floyd. Yan yung mga ano eh, OG. So anyway, Floyd, ano ba yung masasabi mo uh, with our conversation that's happening right now? Um, pareho yung puno problem. How do you think can we solve it? Uh, I usually ask the question, um, I usually ask three questions pag, pag merong assertions na binibigay sa akin na, or, uy, magaling si BBM. Kasi, uh, each action we do has a consequence. For example, if we vote for somebody like him, there's a cost for voting somebody like BBM. And so, ang unang question ko, if you vote for somebody like him, or if we do this kind of action, at what cost? What would it cost us? If we don't tell the truth, or if we don't stand up for truth, or if we keep silent from, for example, may 30,000 na pinatay sa EJK. Yung 30,000 na yun, parang, parang malalini silang kasindami na nagrarali sa mga campaign sorties. Can you imagine that? If we People kept silent for how many years? But if we continue being silent, ilang pa mamamatay? So, naniniwala kasi ako na courage is better than being comfortable. Being comfortable, eh, eh, pwede kang kumita ng pera sa... sa pwede kang umaman kung wala akong pakialam dyan. Sige, mamatay kayo dyan. Okay lang sa akin yan. Sa ako, kita ako ng pera. Maganda buhay ko. Alis ako ng bansa. Mamatay kayo lahat yan. Oo, ilaw, lahat pa kayo alam. Pero alam mo, yung, yung ganong klaseng lifestyle, may cost din sa yun eh, spiritually, psychologically, emotionally. It eats up your humanity. Kasi, whether you like it or not, you're a part of a bigger whole. So, yung second question ko, so first question ko, at what cost? If you do such, uh, if you if you act such in such a way. And second, compared to what? If you act this way compared to a different way of acting, like if you vote for Bongbong na alam mo naman na may issues yung tao versus hindi mo po iboboto mo sila na sobrang linis na tao, what would happen? What's the worst thing that could happen? And also yung pinaka-importante, it's what's your scientific data? Doon pumapasok yung mga numbers, doon pumapasok yung information na ni-raise kaya ni Attorney Moses. Kasi kung wala ang wala, if you can't measure it, doesn't exist. Kaya yun ang sinasabi nila, parang respect my opinion. <laughs> but opinions matters kasi merong responsibility na nakaakibat dun eh. Every person's, every human being's freedom is your responsibility. My freedom is your responsibility. Your freedom is my responsibility. So, anong responsibility mo pag kakalat ka ng fake news? Ginagawa mo yun, naninira ka ng society mo. Tandaan natin, in every situation, every civilization, every problem sa pamilya, sa relasyon, it, start, it, it all starts with a lie. It all starts with a lie. 
That's why gustong-gusto ko yung quote ni Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Sabi niya, The simple step of a courageous individual is not to take part in the lie. One word of truth outweighs the world. So, yun ang, ang solution for me sa moral problem is telling the truth. You tell the truth no matter how painful it is. Truth is painful. You, you it's, It will stare you at your face. Haharapin ka niyan. Ano ka ba talaga bilang tao? Ano yung katotohanan na nasa harapan mo? At ba't mo ipipikit ang mata mo kung may kaharap at ka, may, na, may nakaharap ng katotohanan? At anong kapalit pag yung katotohanan na yun ay hindi mo pinansin? I understand your ano, I understand where you're coming from um ang tawag dito Floyd kasi totoo yun eh in, in kahit sa unit family or, or or organization or community when you start something with a particular lie tapos uh, hindi mo masolusyunan you end up again creating another lie another para lie. hindi na lang lumaki Tapos another lie. And then, may kukonsyaba na. Then, the kukonsyaba person yeah. is magkakaroon ka na ng utang na loob and, and all these things. I understand. And um, when you said nga na, sinabi mo kanina na, what's for us to lose ba talaga? If we're going to choose somebody na, hindi naman natin sinasabing, kasi we're not, ano ha, um, ako kasi, alam, known fact naman yun na, I, 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 I want to, I, I'm voting for uh, uh, Lenny, VP Lenny. Pero kasi hindi natin sinasabi na basta binoto natin, pag may mali siya, hindi natin i-call out. True. Hindi naman yun yung punto natin eh. Ang punto natin dito is for the coming, ano, itong transition na next government is inspiring everyone. It's giving everyone some parang sense of hope na may pagbabago mga ng ano klaro structure at saka may mga plano or are we going to choose somebody because eh yung opinion natin eh it because then diyan ako sa probinsyang yan ng galing because yan ang gusto ng lola ko or because um nung kabataan namin yumaman kami dahil sa suporta or whatever ng ng isang pamilya na konektado sa isang pamilya i mean um this is something na what's happening right now, I feel lang na it's it's more hindi na tayo. If iisipin pa rin natin yung tayo, medyo napakaliit yeah. ng sinosolve natin. Think of the bigger picture. Gano na ba tayo kabagsak? Gano na ba ta- natin kailangan ng tulong? Gano na ba natin kailangan ng solusyon? Because this moral issue, this moral problem that we're in in this country is so deep talaga. We're in deep talagang deep, deep, ano, trouble or sh- whatever. Pero, um, anyway, um, thank you with uh, with your opinion, Floyd. Attorney Moses, uh, kasi um, you're there. And narinig ko, sinabi mo, and I know naman that there are so many people na sinasabi, ba't ka nakikialam? Nasa ibang bansa ka na. And um, some will think na parang, ay, nako, you, you're, you're saying that. Because, pero alam mo, you're one of the few nga na alam ko na medyo Iba eh, kasi most of the overseas Filipino workers na kakilala ko is on the other side of the fence. Medyo mas gusto nila um, the, ano, the other candidate. Why, other than the fact that, ano, ah, that uh, you, you help parang recover 
whatever really is uh, parang ninako or sa sa ating bansa what uh, marami ba kayo diyan and why do you think people like you and Isa na nasa ibang bansa still wants to make a difference Okay. Um, well, what they call so first, I think sa Melbourne, um, under five thousand ang registered voters overseas Filipino votes about two thousand five hundred, I think, more or less. Um, well, gaya naman kasama ko kanina na nasa rally, nasa meeting the advance dito sa Melbourne kanina sa Flagstaff Gardens. Um, meron kasi kaming connection sa Pilipinas eh. Hindi mo matatanggal sa amin na porket nasa ibang bansa kami, naputol na yung uh, relasyon sa Pilipinas. Andiyan ang pamilya, diyan ka lumaki, at saka syempre, uh, natural, uh, you know, uh, what they call so, sabi nga nila, uh, uh, yung Philippines ang mother country namin. Diba? So, nandyan pa rin yung uh, tawag doon yung pagmamalasakit mo at gusto mo makatulong. You know, to be honest, um, uh, medyo marami nagsasabi sa akin sa Facebook na nangaaway na, andyan ka na, uh, masarap ng buhay mo, bakit nakikialam ka? Actually, they're missing the point. Kaya nga eh, kasi nakikita ko kung ano yung buhay dito at ano hindi nangyayari dyan. Diba? Uh, primero, I think, um, yung answer natin is very simple kung uh, paano i-deal eh. Diba? Um, if I may be, uh, uh, have this religious tone, first commandment, diba? Huwag mong Diyosin ng iba, isa lang ang Panginoon mo. Problem in our culture is pag Pangulo ka, lalo pag Pangulo ka, dinidiyos nila yung Pangulo. Na parang kailangan hindi magkamali. At lahat ng sumuway sa kanila, branded na worst citizen, irerectad, or something. At gagawin nila lahat, huwag nang mapahiya yung Pangulo. Diba? That is um, uh, one thing that, you know, we don't see in advanced countries, in countries where the government are really very responsive to the needs of the people. Hindi nila dinidiyos ang mga politiko, lalo na ang Pangulo nila. Diba? Pag nagkamali, uh, kakasuhan. Pag nagkamali, pabababain. Diba? So, yan yung nakita ko. And at the same time, uh, balik tayo dun sa mga Pilipino na kasama namin kanina dito, uh, sila ay very concerned nga dun sa nangyayara sa Pilipinas. Oo, masarap ang buhay kahit papano compared sa Pilipinas. Although, malaking sakripisyo ang nasa abroad ka, hindi siya walk in the park. Pero, uh, nakikita namin din na parang kawawa naman yung mga kasama natin sa Pilipinas. Now, um, you raised the fine point, bakit maraming Pilipino nasa overseas ang uh, nasa kabila? Uh, to be honest, hindi natin anamang sagot dyan eh. Kasi kaya karamihan sa kanila umalis dahil walang opportunity sa Pilipinas. Dala ng corruption. Right? Yeah. And kilala naman natin among the candidates kung sino ang pamilyang involved sa corruption. Diba? It was during the time of the late dictator na talagang uh, marami ang Pilipino talaga ng ibang bansa. And at that time, karamihan dyan, mga uh, dyan, mga uh, seaman, mga DH, and so on. Right? Kaya uh, marami naglabasan dahil walang opportunity dito. And I think people fail to see that the reason why um, they were not able to see their families for years while they have to toil under um, foreign masters is because of the corruption during that administration. Diba? Siguro nga, parang naghahanap lang sina... Maga, I think naunahan tayo kasi ng uh, uh, social media. And we are decades late in addressing the Marcos issue. Kaya napalala ito. Uh, I think after the revolution, people thought, you know what, napatalsik natin and, and they will never come back. Uh, unfortunately, I think they began planning and plotting the return uh, 26th of February 1986, the, the day after they were booted out. Right? So, wow. yan ang naging problema. And you know, walang, walang source of information ng mga kababayan natin overseas. Uh, 
and you know they made the Marcos has made use of um, social media. I remember um, back in the early 2000s, kung naalala niyo isang may mga computer shops na ang ginagawa nilang screensaver ay si Bongbong Marcos with the windmill, which is not his project, um, as a background. So doon pa lang early 2000s, pinopromote na nila to sa screensaver ng mga ibang computer Talaga? shops na um, yeah, na uh, parang uh, imagining uh, the dictatorship. Right? So, yun ang problema natin din. Naunahan tayo ng katakot-takot. Now, um, Floyd uh, mentioned a very good point here, which is like uh, telling the truth. My side here is to uh, to support his um, um, statement is the search for the truth. Uh, ito na yung problema para mong panilarizal. Na paano natin ma- masisift through yung uh, kasinungalingan propaganda laban sa katotohanan. Dapat, I think, i-income encourage natin yung mga mamaya natin ng critical thinking na hindi lahat ng iha ay sa atin papaniwalaan natin. Na pag-iisipan natin. Na, uh, na kumbaga, pagdududahan muna natin ng bago paniwalaan. Kaya marami sa atin ang nabubudol eh. May lumapit lang sa ating nakangiti, may, may iaalok or something, may sinabi na maganda na parang totoo, magandang graphics, maganda yung pagka-present sa Facebook na niniwala na tayo. And I think, um, yun ang kailangan natin, tell the truth and search for the truth. Yun ang kailangan natin para uh, maka-move forward tayo dito at hindi na maulit yung mga nangyari sa atin. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, uh, attorney. Uh, tell the truth and search for the truth. I think uh, isa yun sa mga request sa atin. Yesterday, I was watching uh, um, a live stream uh, of uh, the vice president and she was not asking for so much. Uh, and she was like saying na ang gusto lang naman niya is um... We accept others' opinions, but we search for the truth. Wag natin hayaan na, kasi for how many years nga daw, hinayaan niya ang social media na bahala lang, parang she never realized na ganun pala ka-powerful ng social media, na once hindi mo pinansin, um, nagiging truth yun sa iba. So, for us, siguro ang um, best natin na nakikitang parang pwedeng maiambag mai- ngayon is if we hear something na parang sablay, hindi connected, if we know the truth at, at alam naman natin hindi legit yung pinanggagalingan ng source nila, we correct them in a way na hindi naman natin kailangan mambasag ng trip talaga, diba? Because all of us, at the end of the day, may kanya-kanya tayong ano eh. Ah, ako, I, I, I was a overseas Filipino worker in the Middle East for 10 years. I, I was imprisoned. I was imprisoned in the Middle East. I got out. I, I got uh, I, I was uh, sentenced not guilty na uh, sinabi sa akin na I was given a not guilty verdict and uh, naipanalo ko yung kaso ko. Pero pagbalik ko dito, napakahirap. Napakahirap bumalik ulit, napakahirap i-revive uli yung buhay. And all the more, after ilang years ko pa nagstay, mas lalo naging mahirap. Mas lalo ako natakot for my kids, mas lalo ako natakot dahil parang lalong nawala ng kasiguraduhan. So now, as a mom, this is what I, I'm hoping for. I've been praying na sana with whatever is happening right now, everybody's trying their best to parang syempre i-build up ang mga candidates nila. Let's seek for the truth talaga. D- yun yung hanapin natin. Kasi bottom line, if we're just going to look for the com- comfort, no? yung sabi nga ni Floyd, kung yung komportable ka lang at hindi mo tatapangan ng konti, Hindi ka medyo, hindi mo lalampasan ng konti yung line ng comfort at saka ano eh. Baka yung effect nun in the end, mas malaki pa ang ibabalik sa atin. Um, okay, we, we don't have much time. But Isa, um, what do you think is ano, ano nangyayari dyan sa UK? Um, sa tingin mo, um, 
ano ba yung hope ng mga nurses natin, mga frontliners uh, in UK? Uh, pareho ba ng, ng mga kasama natin ngayon uh, hoping then for a better Philippines? Ano ba? Meron bang ano? Uh, can you give us some glimpse of what's happening there? So, ako kasi I think, um, ayun niya, you mentioned about um, most OFWs is parang they're on the other side. And um, I've only been here for nearly two years. Uh, and coming here, I nakikita ko na the people who are for the other side, this yung mga tao na matagal na dito, they've been here 20 years, 15 years, how many years spending here. And very rare na umuwi sila. So they don't know what it's like really in the Philippines. Hindi nila alam kung anong sitwasyon, kung gano talaga nahihirapan ang mga kababayan natin. So in a way, they're out of touch with their with reality. Kaya they think na, oh, it's okay to vote for this person. Kasi this is what he is. This is uh, He'll be able to help the Philippines and stuff like that. Not knowing na... Ang totoo sa Pilipinas, this is the real situation. Di, na, di naman nila na-experience for themselves eh. Di naman nila nakikita for themselves. So, in a, in a way, I think it's, um, a lot of it is them being out of touch with the reality. Di nila alam kung ano talagang mm-hmm. totoong sitwasyon sa Pilipinas. Kaya, para sa kanila, I, I, I'm voting for my candidate. I'm supporting my candidate. Kasi, Mm-hmm. Di alam how how supporting this person would affect the Philippines. Because kahit naman like say they vote for their candidate BBM win, they'll they'll be staying here. Di naman sila uwi sa Pilipinas to experience what kind of impact it will make sa mga kababayan natin. They're not gonna want to not gonna be the ones to suffer. So in a sense, it's being out of touch with reality talaga why um, a lot of OFWs I find are supporting Ma- Marcos. And um, in terms of the situation here in the UK, quite a lot of people are for um, Lenny. There's been uh, several gatherings um, for Team Lenny Bredo UK. Um, in London, there's been la a few gatherings like three four times uh Filipinos getting together uh to show support for VP Lenny and I think uh the the I find what I like I said um when I was in the white uh Tita Sarah said when I was introduced I am advocating for good healthcare for for all Filipinos better healthcare and coming here lalong lalong na ignite yung desire ko for better healthcare because um here the healthcare is provided by the NHS which is what you would compare to Phil Health in the Philippines and healthcare here it's not free because people pay for it during uh using their taxes but you go into hospital you don't spend a single penny you don't have to shell out money and coming here, grabe, sabi ko, pangarap ko yun para sa mga Pilipino. Yung hindi mo kailangan mag-isip na ay, wala akong pera, hindi ako pwedeng magpagamot. Dito, you yeah. don't have to think. Same. You feel something, meron kang nararamdaman, you call an ambulance, they're gonna bring you to the hospital, hindi mo kailangan mag-isip na, ay, wala akong pambayad. Kasi, Same. you're paying for yeah. your healthcare using your tax. At yung, yung tax ng tao na napupunta for the healthcare, it is allotted where it should be put. So, hindi mo iisipin na, ay, wala akong pambayad, wala akong pera. Okay lang magkasakit. Hindi, hindi okay magkasakit, pero kung magkakasakit ka, hindi mo siya po problemahin. 
Kasi di mo pa problemahin na wala kang pera, wala kang pambayad. Because here, healthcare is accessible. May sa Yes. Healthcare is for the people. And in the Philippines, wala. Wala kang pera. Wala. Wala kang mapapala. So, it's it's really sad. Like, the pandemic response. Like, yes. Super disappointing. So, yeah. And in terms of, yeah. like, deciding, yes. the moral, the, like, the moral issue, deciding on, like, bakit ka yeah, mag-iboto uh, ng, ng magnanakaw? Ikaw nga, you're paying for your tax, di ba? Yeah, yeah, as a ano, normal citizen. It. As a normal citizen, you pay for your tax. Why are you gonna vote for a tax evader? Di ba? Kung ikaw nga mismo, your money, tinatax yan, tinatax yan ng government. So, tas ikaw, tas this buboto mo isang tao na how many years have they not, they avoided paying tax? Yeah. Uh, I understand. Nako, ako, naranasan ko rin yan. When I went to the Middle East, specifically in Qatar, Isa, say hi to your dad. He's in Doha. Um, ang tawag dito, ang healthcare doon, napakaganda din. The, the, you have a, a health card, wala kang po problemahin. Ako, I had my baby there, wala po problemahin. Eh, teka, eh, kukonek ko lang sa inyo, ha. When I, uh, when I made kwento that I was, uh, I was imprisoned, na-frame up ako, abaka, kasi iba, iba yung ma, maisip nyo, I was framed up na TNT and uh, I, I proved my, my employer wrong at nanalo ako doon sa case. Just, baka kasi biglang makatong usapan na tayo, hindi maging klaro. So, um, those are the things, yung mga injustices na ang bilis na sosolve. Ay, isang punto ko yun. Pagdating doon, may binigay sa akin ng, may pinakita sa akin na hindi maganda ang employer ko, nagsampa ako ng labor issue, na-solve. Lumabas ano nung totoo, I was given what was, uh, ano, yung, kung ano yung tamang verdict for me. Though kailangan ko lumabas ng bansa, but still, nakuha ko agad ng napakabilis yung justice for me. Yun sa halin meron tayo eh. When you go go out of the country, yun yung mga mga ina-aspire mo. Good healthcare, tamang justice system, yung mga ganun. And, di ba, hindi naman siya imposible eh. Kasi nakita na natin na, na nangyayari. And the only thing na solution is for us to be more, ano lang, uh, parang mas pag-isipan lang natin who is the right person to vote. Kanina pala, before we end, kasi wala na tayo masyadong time, um, Attorney Moses, you are ano, nodding while Isa was talking about yung, yung, sa, yung parang mga pagiging out of touch ng, ng, ng mga people around. Mukhang, mukhang nakaka-relate ka doon. <laughs> uh, yes. Alam mo, nung kinata ni Isa, uh, naalala ko tuloy, uh, meron akong kaibigan dito na Pilipina na napakabait. Ano? Tung tinadala ko siya sa trabaho niya, uh, I even call her tita, uh, lagi siya nakikipagtalo sa mga opisina niya kasi sinasabi niya, oh, pinapakita niya yung telephone niya, oh, yung Manila Bay, uh, pwede nang mag-swimming, pwede nang inumin yung tubig dyan, malinis na malinis na yung buong Manila Bay. And uh, pinitatawanan siya ng mga kaka-opisina niya. At pag dumarating ako, sinasabi ko, tita, hindi po, parte lang yan ng Manila Bay, at hanggang ngayon po, hindi pa rin ganun kaayos. Sabi niya, hindi, sabi dito eh, ilang YouTube videos na, ilang Facebook influencer na nagsasabi, ganyan. Because guys, sabi ng isa, wala silang... Um, um, form of communication the direct to sa bansa natin. Diba? They only rely on social media. And unfortunately, itong social media is just like anything, it can either be a force for good or force for evil. Right? And it's a very good vehicle for lies. So, ganyan ang nangyari sa kanila. Naunahan sila ng social media at saka tinarget talaga sila. 
through algorithms na itong makikita nila, ito yung masama, itong dahilan kaya nandyan sila. When in fact, they did not see the reason why they have been separated for their fam- from their family, why they had to go out and try their luck elsewhere, why they had to sacrifice, was because of the lack of opportunities sa bansa natin dahil sa mga magdanakaw sa atin, sa masa gobyerno. Diba? Hindi nila makonek yan. Inunahan sila nung mga, I mean, nung mga may kasalanan through social media kasi may pera sila eh. Diba? Gaya na pansin ko, uh, ilang billion yung na-collect lang natin in US dollars sa mga, mga, mga yan, hindi control social media sa nabi ni Isa. Ayan. Anyway, um, teka, we're talking about social media. Let me connect our our conversation to Floyd. Kasi si Floyd ang medyo expert sa social media. Ano ba itong mga nangyayari with what's happening right now? Kasi um, I think some people doesn't understand the algorithm. Eh, na parang if you're if, if you're um, always watching this or or uh, checking out this news or something Floyd, can you give us some a, a bit of an understanding how ba natin mafa-fight yung um ang tawag dito uh, misinformation sa social media it's a very hard question uh coach kasi we i've known people who reach out to facebook trying to ask their help for their help para ma mamitigate itong mga fake news sites. Um, but you have to understand, um, Facebook works uh, as parang, they want to have people suck in information and use their platform day in and day out. So the way the algorithm works is to give you information na kung saan hindi mo na makita yung other side of the coin. So if you've been following the works of Mocha, Thinking Pinoy, it becomes an echo chamber. So, ang gagawin nila, ang gagawin ng Facebook, tutuloy-tuloy nila yung pag-feed sa information. So, the more you use it, the more sila maka, the more makapag-advertise yung mga advertisers nila at nata-target ka nila. Naging malaking problem yun. In fact, isa sa naging issue yun noong 2016. And I think naging malaking, I think FB right now is trying to fix that problem by putting in uh, yung reporting of fake news, harassment, nudity. Kasi sa totoo lang talaga, our, our, our country, uh, critically thinking-wise, wasn't ready sa ganong klaseng technology na mas na highlight ang tribalism instead of putting in different, I'm trying to understand different informations. That's why, pag may lobas na fake news, basta marami nag-like, totoo na. So, it becomes an idea of social validation um, instead of t- see- seeing if talagang totoo to, uh, academically or talagang meron bang documents to prove talagang totoo yung mga sinasabi nito. So like for example, sabi Golden Age of Martial Law. Tapos mapakita yung mga ganitong ginawa ni Marcos. And then what? May mga ganda siyang ginawa. Ako, minado ko may maganda siyang ginawa. First part na ginawa ng Martial Law. First three years, maganda. Pero at what cost? Inang tanong, after nun, ano nangyari? Pinalahura niya yung pinander talaga niya yung pera ng bansa. Yun ang hindi nakikita ng mga tao. Kasi isa rin sa napapansin ko is that kaya hindi na pag-uusapan ng martial law or napag-uusapan ng mga, ang krimen ng mga Marcoses. 
because we are ashamed to talk about it. And people who know or who knows who knows about it are ashamed to admit na um wala eh nagkamali tayong mga Pinoy eh. We we hindi lang naman kasi si Marcos ang gumawa noon eh. Marami sila. Marami sila, marami siyang cronies, marami siyang generals. And after after EDSA, wala, wala nangyari, wala nakulong. In fact, nagtuloy-tuloy pa. So in a way, yung since nung yung nung since nung 1986, what happened back then, we're reaping all the the problems of that. Talaga naging 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 comfortable ang mga tao na to just talk about it kasi parang it's that's a shameful part of an era. Parang nakahiya yung panahon na yon. Ninakawan tayo, nagpakata, nagpaka sorry for the term, nagpakatanga tayo. So, fair na tanggal natin siya. But then again, hindi natin pinag-uusapan sa classroom sa nangyari sa mga about martial law. Asin uh ewan ko kung wala wala sa wala sa textbooks halos sa ano eh, martial law eh. Parang nag-end na lang yung Philippine history after World War II. Wala halos talk about Marcos. Bakit? Ba't ganun? So, yun nga, nag-discuss kami na ito ni Moses pagbalik nila dito. Naging part pa ng rehabilitation yung previous governments. Era, Ramos, Bakapagal, na-rehabilitate pa sila. So, if you think about it, social media is just a tool. It's just a tool that's been used by the Marcoses to get back in power. And they were successful. So, ngayon, yun na nangyayari. That's how social media, sorry, sorry nga ba explanation ko, but then I, that's the way, that's the way I can, yeah, that's I can. Yeah, share. no, um, I understand. Uh, totoo, kasi ako, yun yung napansin ko eh, kasi ako, hindi naman ako sobrang, ano eh, tech savvy or something. What I can, what I can say is sobrang parang feeling ko lang, hindi ko maintindihan why the people na parang kasama ko naman sa community or mga talagang medyo pare-pareho naman kami ng wavelength before, bakit parang nagkakabangga-bangga ang kami with terms of parang yung political views namin? And then doon namin ma-realize na parang iba yung, iba yung iniikutan nilang social media news, iba yung pinapasukan nila, iba yung ganto-ganto, which ex- definitely explains the algorithm, yung echo chamber, all these things na parang, bakit parang ako, ako ba yung detached? Ako ba yung delusional? Ako ba yung ganto? Pero hindi eh. Kasi ako yung nasa, ako yung nasa ground eh. Ako yung humihelp sa community. Ako yung na- ako uh, in my mind pag siniisip ko na ganun um ang tawag dito bakit kaya ganun no uh, hindi naman kami iba-iba ng pinanggalingan pero bigla bigla na lang when all these things happen dun pala yon na para if you're watching para a specific something dun ka na parang minamagnet ka na to different people different sponsors different communities saying the yes. same sounds yes people who will be watching this, yung mga replace nito, magko-comment yan. Uh, sana kung meron kayong question kay Attorney Moses, kay Floyd, kay Isa, with uh, with whatever they ano, they they uh, have discussed, uh, PM nyo lang. So, uh, can I ask a message for everyone bago natin i-end tong show natin? Ako ang isang unang kong i-message is please vote. Vote talaga. Kasi kahit anong ginagawa natin dito sa conversation na to, if hindi kayo lalabas to exercise your right to vote, that powerful vote, nako, napaka, napakasayang. Napakasayang because we are giving chances to those na hindi naman dapat nandoon. 
Anyway, um, um, can I have a message from Attorney Moses? Okay. Uh, ulitin ko lang yung sinabi ko para malinaw na malinaw. Sinabi ko nung umpisa, di ba? Nakita uh, natin sa history ng bansa natin kung ano talaga ang problema natin. Nabanggit ko nung umpisa, $3.4 billion ang nakonekta natin sa mga Marcos. Meron silang ginastos. Meron na ako na yaman. $356 million. Decided cases sa Supreme Court sa Swiss accounts. Merong 7.1 million jewelry na nakuha kay Imelda. 20 million paintings na nakuha din sa Pamilya Marcos, pero walang pakinabang ang taong bayan. May, tanda natin, may 3.4 billion na na-recover dollars, walang pakinabang ang bayan. Merong 2.2 million na binigay na bahay si Imelda kay George Hamilton, pero walang pabahay ang mga Pilipino. Merong siyang uh, millions of dollars worth ng alahas, pero walang makain at ang daming namatay sa negros ng panahon na yon. Kukulwebi, may buwis, walang pakinabang yung magsasaka. Hanggang ngayon, hindi pa nila mapakinabangan. During the time of Gloria, mayroong billion peso na fertilizer scam, walang tulong sa magsasaka. And then lately, may 50 million uh, pesos na kaldera dun sa uh, Sea Games, walang makain ng pandemic. Ang tanong po natin dito, kung ang problema ng bayan ay pagnanakaw, bakit po tayo boboto ng magnanakaw? Let me reiterate, our problem is not material, it's moral. So we should choose, choose the person who is best suited to lift this nation out of our situation na hindi korap. Kasi corruption ang problema natin at pagnanakaw. Yun po yung aking final message. Thank you, thank you. Again, you nailed it spot on. Thank you, thank you, Attorney Moses, for giving us that very, very specific parang dapat pagnilay-nilayan na detalye. Uh, for those who are undecided, uh, please, uh, um, you know, check out uh, Attorney Moses, uh, you know, some of uh, his commentaries or her, his feature. Kasi one time I saw uh, a post na na he did and I was watching I was uh, checking it out. Sabi ko interesting tong mga mga pina-post ni kay Floyd ko nakita I think he shared something uh, that uh, attorney Moses uh, posted. Floyd, uh, can you give us your um uh, uh, few words sa uh, audience natin especially for those who are un still undecided for May 9? Very short lang po. If Our, the voting is just one tool in practicing your rights. Ang problema kung iboboto mo would take away those rights. And the Marcoses have been historically proven to take away all the civil liberties, all the freedom of the speech, all freedom of the press. If you're going to surrender those rights, what's next? Itong, itong pagboto mo ngayon is a final nail, nail in the coffin because once they get back into power, We will. We can never recover those ill-gotten wealth. Ill -gotten, sinabi ni Atty. Moses, marami pa tayong kailangan kunin. Hindi natin mapapakulong si Imelda maski sobrang niyang guilty. Ang daming mawawala sa Pilipinas, lalo na yung West Philippine Sea. So, yun lang po. I mean, I, I would say vote wisely, but I would say vote for Lenny and vote for Kiko. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Floyd. Um, Isa, Um, yeah. Any last few words for people here in the Philippines who still have not voted yet? Ikaw nakaboto ka na. Thank you, thank you for your vote. And uh, please invite everyone to vote, lalo na yung mga uh, generation mo and the younger generation na magboboto pa lang ayong uh, election na to. Um, sabi ko nga, diba, like, ikaw as a 
Filipino citizen nagbabayad ka ng tax bakit ka mag, bakit ka boboto ng isang tao na hindi nagbabayad ng tax ikaw as a Filipino like karamihan sa atin like tayo si Moses uh, si Sir Floyd we all strive uh, and work hard to get where we are nag-aral tayo we have our degrees why would you vote for someone na na lang ng degree bakit bakit ka boboto ng ganung tao diba ikaw you hold yourself up to certain standards Bakit hindi, bakit wala kang standards for someone who's gonna lead the country, diba? So, um, vote wisely. And like Sir Floyd said, voting wisely is voting for Lenny, voting for Kiko. So, um, and sa mga nagsasabi, nag-iisip, it's just one vote. One vote makes a lot of difference. Um, lahat kasi karamihan sa atin, we think, ah, isang boto lang yan. Pero imagine if 100,000 people think the same way na, isang boto lang yun. That's 100,000 votes lost. So, you, your one vote can make a difference. Thank you. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you, Isa. Grabe. Thank you, thank you. I've known <laughs> Isa when she was still a super, super baby pa. <laughs> so, uh, super proud ako of what she has become, of what she, or whatever she has achieved already. And the way she's nating isipin na one vote hindi magmamatter parang ganyan na ako magsalita noon hanggang ngayon and now isa i so i've seen you when you were a baby ganyan ka na rin magsalita so talaga medyo may kailangan na tayong ayusin because i think there's no we need a development happening in our country so super thank you to our guest from different sides of the globe different sides of the country then ako i'm from mandaluyong floyd is in qc isa is in uk um, Attorney Moses is in Melbourne. Pero honestly, isa lang naman ang pinipray for naming apat and the people around us at mga tao na, na, na nagtatry gawin tong uh, uh, decide this one na event na to, uh, itong show na to, is for us to understand what are we missing if hindi natin inaalam yung totoo and what, what will happen to us kung hindi natin i-exercise yung vote natin this coming election. So again, thank you to our guest. Uh, thank you, Attorney Moses. Thank you, Floyd. Thank you, Isa. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our guests. Um, salamat sa, sa lahat ng, ng nandito. Uh, nag-stay. Uh, pinanood kami. Um, inintindi, punto por punto, lalo na yung mga detalye ni Attorney Moses. Sana nakita nyo how, how, ano eh, how detailed yung sinabi niya na if ikaw eh nascam, pero wala ka namang nascam ang bansa mo, wala naging pakit. Nabang, na nakaawan ng bansa mo, walang napakinabang somebody na mawawalan ka. With, a turn, uh, with uh, Floyd naman, ang sinabi naman niya is, diba, syempre, it's a moral issue eh, na kung halimbawa nakikita mo na magkakaroon, ganito ang nagiging problema, yung pa rin ang kukunin mo, na talaga mangyayari sa atin. And sa totoo lang, ano bang ikakasama ng ating bansa kung ang pipiliin natin eh, is yung wala, wala talaga pang ginagawang atraso sa atin, ba? And with Isa, who's telling us na some of the people around is medyo out of touch, 
gawin natin medyo in touch sila of what's really happening. This is our chat. Hindi naman natin masisisa the others if they cannot really explain why they're choosing who they are choosing if wala rin naman sila kasing references. You have a chance to radical tayo eh na magmahal. If you have a chance, sige, explain natin, give give that itong natitirang time to help people na ma-understand kung ano ang magiging difference na magiging motto nila this coming election. And for those people that we've been inviting here to join us, there will be another episode. Sana, if you also want to share your opinion, if you feel that the opinions that you've heard right now is definitely not true, then contest. Challenge the opinion. Hindi man natin kailangan mag-away-away. We can always talk about something, meet, meet halfway or whatever. Kasi kanya-kanya tayo ng pag-iintindi at opinion nga. Pero show up. The only way for us to understand your point, the only way for us to understand what's happening sa, sa iniikutan na circle ng bawat isa is for us to talk and to understand if baka yung punto ko tama o may punto kang tama pero alin yung mas makakatulong sa bansa. So with that, I really want to thank everyone for joining us for some of the episodes that uh, we've uh, produced for all of you. Sana for the next episode, I think that will be the last before the election. Join us again. And I hope that we will have more guests that will give more opinions and, and, and some, some ideas in the show. Pero super thankful ako sa line of guests na ito sa roster na naging guest ko today from different parts of the globe sharing their opinion and giving us a glimpse of what they did as their ambag and what they are doing until now para lang mabigyan tayo ng isang mas better country in their own little way. So thank you again and don't forget to vote and always remember, we decide this one. Bye!